This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 845, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, January the 20th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 845. This is our comic reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, uh, January the 20th. So I'm recording this on the 30th, so we are pretty late uh, getting this episode out. Um, you know, I was I was so excited a week or two ago because I was going to be right back on schedule, and that has kind of fallen apart. But uh, let's talk about some of the books from the 20th. Uh, books that I'm not talking about, but I uh, just wanted to mention that they did come out, include Batman Catwoman, uh, Challenge of the Super Sons, DC's Dead Planet, Catwoman, Wonder Woman, Nightwing, Shazam, sorry, all these DC books I'm about to mention are Future State books, so you got Future State Catwoman, um, Future State Wonder Woman, Future State Nightwing, Future State Shazam, Future State Superman Worlds of War, uh, Future State, uh, was it the next Batman or the new Batman, uh, we got uh, Iron, a new Iron Fist book, we got King and Black, um, which I guess I read issue too, but I don't remember it, I find it's not really like i don't really care like it doesn't feel like a, a major event even though they're making it one and tying it into everything it just feels very insular and kind of small for some reason considering it's supposed to be giant uh legion of superheroes maestro warren pax uh, rorschach and dr star wars dr afra so what i am talking about today uh first up we have avengers number 42 uh, enter the phoenix um i guess is what we have going on right now can't say i really love this um I don't know. There's just there's a bunch of things that was kind of off for the for me in this issue. Uh, so let's go through the creative team first. Uh, it's written by Jason Aaron, uh, artwork by Javier Garon, with color art by David Curiel, and letters by Virtual Calligraphy's Corey Pettit. Um, I found that the the art at the beginning of the issue was better, and I thought some of the faces didn't always work. I thought some of the kind of the design work in terms of what these Phoenix and Power characters look like didn't always work. I thought when everyone's kind of just in the in the void and kind of posturing um, didn't always work. There, there's a, a shot of Wolverine that's kind of a, a down down angle, sorry, an up angle shot um, that it just kind of looks weird, and the the face on Wolverine doesn't quite work. And there's like Namor kind of supposed to be pushing people aside to kind of uh, confront everyone, but even even that didn't quite work. And I think part of that's just the current Namor design. Some people can make it work and some others it just looks silly. And that's at times what we see here. Um, but again, I didn't really like what we had, you know, some of the the, 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 the design work for the uh, Phoenix Empowered characters felt a little uninspired and kind of uninteresting. And we have like a lot of the, these characters kind of being possessed by the Phoenix and fighting each other. But I don't know. I, part of me just doesn't care because I just it doesn't feel right. Um, it feels weird to have like you know the not that the X Men have a monopoly on the Phoenix. Well, they do. They should have a monopoly on a Phoenix related storyline. So it's weird to have you know uh, have it be an Avengers story. Have, there's no X Men interference at all. It just feels very weird and awkward. And like the last page, which is supposed to be Namor, uh, I found it looked terrible. Like it just it did not work for me at all. Um, we've, which bothered me more because we've seen a Phoenix empowered, um, Namor before. So it just felt like they had a pre-existing design they could have gone with, but they chose not to. Um, it just felt like a, a you know, I feel like it didn't really push the storyline ahead and it just kind of dragged on. And I wasn't really that interested in some of the fights that we were getting. Um, I guess maybe the Hyperion one, but even that felt kind of awkward and forced, um, and not a great kind of 
position for him either. Uh, next up is Black Cat. This is issue number two, written by Jed McKay, artwork by CF Villa, Brian Reber on color art, and Farron Delgado on letters. This I thought was fantastic. I love the work by Villa. Um, I do think that the writing by McKay is really on point. I think he really is doing a fun series of black cat stories i mean in a lot of ways i guess it's really a Catwoman story but because it kind of could kind of go either way but um i really enjoyed how felicia's being written here i liked uh how you know how the 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 heist went i like that mckay's really kind of leaning into how you know she's she's you know the uh, she's a thief and they're not you know they're not afraid to kind of show her being a thief and i'm really enjoying how they're developing her and her supporting cast like it's just been such a revelation as a book it's been so much fun to read and even in the middle of the what i like about how it interfaces with this crossover is that um if you didn't really know anything about the crossover it doesn't matter like it takes place and the crossover is happening but it didn't feel like you're really missing anything so i thought it takes place in the broader context of the of the crossover but it's not integral to really even care about what's going on in the crossover and i kind of like that um actually i really appreciate that approach um and then next up we have cable this is issue number seven uh, as we're kind of still dealing with the kind of after effect of everything from uh, ex- um Ten of Swords, uh, this particular issue written by Jerry Duggan with Phil Noto on art, which I, I'm still really loving what Noto is doing. Um, it's interesting because I feel like if he was doing old cable, this wouldn't the, this art style may not work. But there's just something about the younger style and and and, and the kind of the clean line work that's really working for me when it comes to young cable. Um, so this was really good issue. Um, I, I like the whole idea that, of course. Um, Nate would have a real issue with people abducting babies, <laughs> so I really like these like going to you know protect uh, missing babies and also what this means uh, about uh, you know strife being around what you know how that could mean anything for um, for Kid Cable. Uh, I like the, the use of the the police officers here too when they show up to, with the with the babies as well. Um, so really intriguing and again I like the family dynamics between. Um, Cable and his dad. I like. I'm excited to see what Kid Cable and Domino is going to look like. I think like Domino has changed so much over the years, guys. I feel like she used to feel like a very different character in the early '90s, mid '90s, even. And then she's definitely changed over the years, and and she's become more of like a. She's still an X Force character, but she you know has become kind of more X Menish. Um, because X-Force has become more of an extension of the X-Men than it used to be when it used to be more of its own entity. So, yeah, it used to be, you know, New Mutants became the X-Force, but uh, over the years, especially ever since, you know, we've had X-Force as the Black Ops team of the X-Men, uh, it's been more intertwined with X-Men characters. Um, so I'm intrigued to see what a team-up between these two cap- these Cable and uh, Domino is going to look like. Um, but, yeah, really enjoying it. Uh, I thought it was a great read. And last but not least, because I only read four books, even though I had you know more than a week to do it, uh, with X Force number sixteen. Um, this I really again the artwork is really good. Um, Benjamin Percy's doing a great job on writing. You got Joshua Kassara on art with Guru FX doing the color art. And again, I'm just really digging the the overall sensibility here. Um, and I like again this feels like the book that's just it, it's 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 more of like an adventure book like i feel like x-men's kind of been weird um since the the relaunch but here i just feel like it's 
you got a lot of kind of adventures. X Force is getting into all sorts of you know shit, and this one, you know, they it's kind of fast paced, kind of like a James Bond movie at the bottom of the ocean. And they got Namor showing up. Like I thought, this was great. Um, so yeah, I really I really dug it. And again, I like the the, the character centric beats. And again, this is a uh, a place where the current portrayal of Namor works. Um, where Kassar is really able to show how intimidating Namor is without making him look kind of silly, which is what I thought happened with Garon over in Avengers. Uh, whereas this feels, you know, like there's a there's a power and a majesty to Namor. He looks scary. Um, and again, there's just something very intimidating about his overall look. So this was uh, an immensely entertaining read, and it, but really it has been. Um, like I've, I've said since the beginning of Dawn of X, that uh, really I, I think X-Force was the book. Um, I think it was more kind of connected to kind of more of the, the themes of maybe of Hawksbox uh, coming out of it. And X-Men felt like a more scattershot, just kind of going here or there, whereas this felt a lot more consistent and having a better sense of the story I wanted to tell. Uh, maybe that's a little unfair, but I just feel like, you know, it's the one that's been more, definitely more of a consistent uh, series of storytelling. Uh, and then when I'm uh, looking forward to the next week of reviews I'll be talking about, which is books that came out as I speak three days ago, uh, books that came out on the 27th of just January, um, I always go to, I, as a default, I always click on Previews World, which obviously doesn't show me DC, but at least I can tell you uh, that on that day from Dynamite, there was Betty Page number five. From IDW, there was um, a couple trades uh, over at Image. Uh, you had Spawn 314. I'm still just I cannot believe it's gone that long. That's pretty incredible. Um, got Amazing Spider-Man issue fifty-eight. You got the Amazing Spider-Man Omnibus hardcover volume two. Uh, new printing of it. You got a new printing of the Cap America Bay Brewbaker Omnibus, which is exciting that they're kind of putting that back out. Uh, you got Conan the Barbarian, Daredevil, uh, Deadpool, Doctor Strange Epic Collection, Alone Against Eternity, King of Black, Namor. I uh, got uh, Marvel, Savage Avengers, Shang-Chi, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, Strange Academy. Uh, they got the Unstoppable Wasp graphic novel trade paperback Aim Escape, which is, again, the smaller trim size trades they've been putting out. And you got Wolverine number 9 and X-Men 17. So some good stuff for sure. Uh, thanks for listening again to this podcast. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again. We will catch you next time. Bye-bye.